Presented by Better Medicare Alliance. Hey, good morning, Playbookers. I'm Raguman of Allin. It's Tuesday. Brace yourselves. The next legislative pileup is coming. This is your Politico Playbook Daily Briefing. With the exception of today, when the House will briefly return to clear the short-term debt ceiling stopgap, Congress is out on recess for the rest of this week. So now, the big question on everyone's mind. Will the delay help them get through their legislative to-do list, or will it just make matters worse? Here are the two buckets to watch in the coming weeks. The first bucket is the Biden agenda. Moderate Democrats are still smarting from the president's decision to delay what they saw as a quick and easy win on the bipartisan infrastructure proposal. Progressives are bitter that their hopes for a $3.5 trillion reconciliation bill is dead. And there's a real question about the prospects for compromise when each side feels betrayed, lied to, and or misled by the other as well as their own party leaders. Don't forget, Speaker Nancy Pelosi wants congressional Democrats to clear both bills by Halloween, two weeks after members return from recess. The second bucket is must-pass legislation. If you thought the recent debt ceiling showdown was ugly, wait till it comes back around in December. Relations between Chuck Schumer and Mitch McConnell possibly hit a new low after Schumer's speech last week was received a bit like spiking the football. Now McConnell is being attacked by Donald Trump as well and is vowing not to help again. And Schumer remains dug in on not using reconciliation to deal with the problem. And another thing, we could be headed for another shutdown showdown on December 3rd when the government once again runs out of money. The AP's Alan Fram looks at all of these dynamics in a story up today about the pileup of late fall and early winter deadlines and what's looking like a pre-holiday doozy. Quote, miscalculate and there could be a calamitous federal default, a collapse of Biden's domestic agenda and, for good measure, a damaging government showdown. No pressure. Check that story out in today's playbook and enjoy your recess while you still can. In a Dear Colleague letter last night, Speaker Nancy Pelosi fired off a warning to the White House and progressives on reconciliation. She suggested her caucus wants to coalesce around a smaller list of policy changes that would last longer, writing, quote, Overwhelmingly, the guidance I am receiving from members is to do fewer things well so that we can still have a transformative impact on families. That might sound mundane, but there's actually a pretty interesting dynamic brewing here. Progressives have been pushing for leaders to adopt their whole wish list of proposals, from universal pre-K and free college to dental and vision for Medicare, and cut the price tag by having them expire in a few years' time. The idea, they argue, is to set up a bunch of mini-cliffs and dare Republicans to let popular programs expire. In a recent meeting with progressives, President Joe Biden signaled an openness to this idea, but a large portion of the House, including some in Pelosi's leadership orbit, would rather, for example, shore up the ACA permanently or extend the enhanced child tax credit for a longer period of time, rather than, as one senior Democratic aide put it, quote, make Biden's entire legacy contingent on Republicans. Politico's resident Hunter Biden expert Ben Schreckinger takes a look at how liberals increasingly are being forced to reckon with the amateur painter's ethically questionable up to $500,000 a pop art-selling business. So far, right-leaning outlets that devoted less attention to the ethical issues raised by the activities of Trump's relatives have had a field day with the Hunter Biden story. Interests in his activities, meanwhile, have been relatively muted on the left. That may be changing, along with new evidence that at least some of the alleged laptop material is genuine, as well as other emerging evidence about the deals family members have sought or received from people with an interest in influencing Biden. The bipartisan outcry over the painting venture suggests that the Hunter Biden issue is not going away, 
and that liberals may increasingly tune in. You can catch a link to that story in today's playbook or listen to the latest episode of Politico Deep Dive with Playbook's Ryan Lizza and Ben discussing the issue. All right, here's what's up in Washington today, starting with the White House. At 8.45 a.m. Eastern, the president will meet virtually with G20 leaders on Afghanistan. 10.15, Biden and Vice President Kamala Harris will receive the president's daily brief. Press Secretary Jen Psaki will brief at 2 p.m. The House will meet at 3 to take up the temporary extension of the debt ceiling, with first votes no earlier than 5 p.m. The Senate is out today. Here's a little preview of the week ahead. On Wednesday, Biden will meet with senior officials and stakeholders to discuss supply chain bottlenecks and deliver remarks. All right, that's all I've got for you today. For more news on what's breaking in D.C. right now, subscribe to the Playbook newsletter. That's at politico.com slash playbook. Our music is composed by Breakmaster Cylinder. I'm Rogu Manoval and have a great Tuesday. We'll see you first thing tomorrow morning. Twenty-seven million seniors and people with disabilities are counting on Congress to stand up for Medicare Advantage. With a 98% beneficiary satisfaction rate, the lowest monthly premiums in 15 years, $1,640 in average annual consumer savings, and better health outcomes for seniors, it's no wonder that so many Medicare beneficiaries entrust their health to Medicare Advantage. Learn more about the Medicare Advantage difference at BetterMedicareAlliance.org.